1310 on your smart speakers. News Talk KZRG, Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. And Ted Bohorquez. He's a legislative lion uh, from Neosho. He just got off the exit in Lebanon on his way to Jefferson City. It is the man himself, Ben Baker. Good morning, Ben. How are you? I'm great. Good morning. Good morning. So you're on your way to uh, Jeff City. Uh, for what reason today? Uh, today, for several, I'm on a committee that meets uh, once or twice a year called the Link Deposits Committee, and it has to do with a uh, government uh, program that helps small businesses. It's called MoBuck. And it's kind of under the purview of the treasurer's office. And so I'm going for that meeting. But while I'm there, I'm going to take care of uh, pre-filing some bills and getting started on uh, next session as well. So make, making good use of my time there today. Well, I, I, I apologize that you have to go, but thank you. Thankful that you, we have you there. All right. Let's uh, there's a, you know, a real movement right now. A lot of the gubernatorial candidates are talking about uh, banning uh, for, uh, foreign ownership of ag land. And it's just not that simple, is it? It's not simple. Uh, it's, it's actually very complicated. Last year, we we had a pretty good bill uh, that was passed out of the House and sent it over to the Senate, but the Senate changed the language over there and made it, in, in my opinion, and in, in a lot of others as well, my colleagues, into a bad bill. And, and how they did that is um, they, they actually changed it to where, Effectively, it would have expanded the ability for foreign ownership because they removed the agricultural land language. So then people could buy land and not have to do anything with it and develop that land, which is a terrible idea. And so that was not acceptable to me and to many others in the House. And so we refused to bring that bill back up in the House because uh, we we felt like that it was changed beyond the scope of what the House had agreed to and actually expanded it. So in my opinion, I think we need to do something similar to what Florida uh, has done. Their bill, I, I believe, was pretty strong, um, where in that language it talks about a foreign principle. It, it includes government. It includes government officials. It includes even political parties and its members of what they call a FCOC, a foreign country of concern. And under that uh, language with the FCOC, it talks about China, Russia, Iran, uh, North Korea, Cuba, Venezuela, Syria, those countries of concern. And it also requires those foreign principles to register their land holdings if they're, I, I think it's 10 miles with uh, from a military, any military facility, and their bill was actually, I believe, uh, challenged in court but upheld. And that's something that you have to look at as well because no matter what you do, it's going to be challenged in court. You can almost guarantee it. Uh, but if you look at some of the states that have done this and their bill has kind of stood the muster, uh, that's kind of where you probably need to start. So I think we need to start looking at what Florida has done and kind of uh, and go from there. Yeah, my concern on this is that uh... – Yo, know, that a lot of our, especially a lot of the commercial buildings throughout uh, Missouri, but also throughout the country, 
their ownership is usually uh, sometimes these large companies which are essentially fronts for hedge funds. And a lot of these hedge funds, they have investors from China, uh, from Russia, from a wide variety of nations of concern in some of the Middle Eastern countries we wouldn't want to be involved with. And so it's kind of a red herring. There's so much foreign ownership of real estate in our country. I don't think people realize how mass it is. Yeah, that's right. And it's just, it's one of those things, too, that just about no matter what you do, they're going to be able to find a loophole somehow. Um, and, you know, our current law, I believe in Missouri, is just simply, I, I believe it's less than 1% of the total amount of land that we have in the state of Missouri can be owned. Uh, by foreign ownership. But again, the definition of what that looks like, whether it's a shell company or, uh, you know, an LLC or whatever it is, that, that many times it's, it's kind of under. Uh, and if you track that back, but then again, it's, it's hard to track back at times. And so threading a bill to, to withstand legal challenges, but also actually get to the heart of the problem is difficult. Banning TikTok uh, there's been a lot of concerns, which I certainly have expressed, about the the social media platform run run and owned by the communist Chinese government. Really, uh, Montana tried to ban it overall, and that looks like that that's not passing court muster. Where are we on the ability to uh, you know really foreign influence on our elections and on our uh, on our policies? having to do in our country, it seems to me that we're already in sort of a shadow one-world government. It's, it's again, one of those issues, too, that's difficult. We Last year we had a bill, I think it was called the Anti-Surveillance and Foreign Intervention Act. Um, we're probably going to see that again this year. And this one prohibits any elected or appointed member or an employee of any state entity uh, from using or downloading any social media application if it's owned by the Chinese government or any company that, that stores or shares that user data with the Chinese government. So, But this is only on state-owned electronic devices. Um, and you're right. I, there, there are major concerns with TikTok. Not only the, the sharing of the, da- the data, the location data, the sensitive data, but also on the other side of this, the what they're doing with this is influencing our children and influencing the most vulnerable uh, with the worst uh, uh, ideas that are out there, that things that are dividing us, things that are uh, really breaking us down from the inside, pushing all the narratives um, of the left, of communism, all of those things. And so it, it is problematic. But again, you have a First Amendment right. Uh, and that's where these have run into problems in court. Um, you know, I think for sure we need to ban this from government devices. That's a no-brainer. Um, but when it comes to an outright ban, I think it's going to definitely run into problems legally. And I even have a, you know, a, a struggle with that personally in principle when it comes to the First Amendment rights. Uh, states have Quite a few states have banned it from government devices. I think there's only one country that has completely banned TikTok, and that's India. Um, but it's definitely something that we continually have to try to find a way to address where we can, especially when it comes to government devices. Yeah, my concern here, Ben Baker, is that uh, we are dealing with uh, 
some of these things may end up going to uh, these trade agreements that we have made that are international trade agreements that seem to trump U.S. law. And really, uh, our federal government needs to start unraveling us from some of these deals. Yes, and again, that's another part of the equation. Uh, but it, it's something that, once again, it's difficult to thread the needle on legally uh, and in principle. But it, the, the bottom line with this TikTok stuff is, which I don't have it and I don't use it for many reasons, but people who do, who choose to do that, you need to set your settings to make sure it, it can access your location or your contacts and, and all of that as much as is possible. And even then, you really don't know. Um, how that that data is being shared or used, and definitely the algorithms are working against us. But um, yet another difficult problem. Ben Baker, have a great day in Jefferson City, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, thank you. All right, it's Ben Baker on News Talk KZRG.